On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're picking up midway through tonight's game against the Edmonton Oilers. All right, so far out in Edmonton, we talk about Steven Stamkos. Could he be traded sooner rather than later? And for what reasons exactly? As well as we take a look at the standings. I think it's finally time to do some standings watch. All that coming up and more on Locked on Lightning. Your Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Locked On Lightning. On today's episode, or rather tonight's episode, we're taking a look into tonight's game, still in progress against Edmonton Oilers. The Lightning look like they get off to a good get off to a good start. So far, so good. Now they're trailing behind going into the second intermission. We talk about that and how this game started, as well as we take a look at Steven Stamkos. You know, even though he reached another milestone tonight, the conversation still does not end. And whether or not this these two sides can get a contract extension, if not, when should the Lightning finally look towards another resolution, and that is trading that guy, as well as looking at the standings. It's finally time to look at them and take them for what they are. All that coming up. But first, I want to remind you, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed. And I also want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. So we're joining the game uh, I, we are now in the second intermission of tonight's game against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, the Lightning are currently down three to two. By the time this episode drops, you will probably already have known uh, what the final result is of tonight's game. So the the Lightning, you know, get off to a very good start, and we've kind of been seeing this trend in in the last couple of games. Get off to a good start, which is phenomenal. And that's what I think every Lightning fan should really hope for on a nightly basis. And and you get a power play goal from Stamkos, 200th career power play goal from him. We'll talk about what that means as well as, you know, everything, of course, with the, with the trades uh, that could possibly come for him. And then Tyler Mott, finally, after I kind of threw it out there, like, what the heck, man? Like, when are you going to start scoring some points? Uh, finally picks up his first goal of the season. <laughs> And uh, excuse me if you hear me sniffling my nose. I got like a terrible cold, as I am always probably always sick. Uh, but this Lightning team, I think, has really made, as I spoke about on the previous episode, has really made leaps and bounds since the beginning of the season. And yes, that Andre Vasilevsky really has a lot to do with that. Uh, being in that, having that presence down low, uh, being able to make the big saves, especially early on, because as we all know, with this Lightning team, somewhat slow starters as of late, not really. I think that they have really kind of cleaned up their act in that regard, but yet teams are going to go after them very early, try to test them early on, as every hockey team should do to each other in the beginning 10 minutes of a game. And Vasilevsky has really been that 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 iron wall that teams have really struggled early on to break through. and. 
things looked phenomenal for the Lightning. Going into the first intermission, up to nothing. And then we kind of saw it towards the end of the first period as well as midway through as Edmonton started to make their way back. You know, the Lightning, as 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 much as it would be concerning in years past, whether or not, you know, they're getting up their shots, you know, they're 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 out shooting the other team. And they got they got outshot in the first period, 15 to 7. And all things considered, I thought that that was still, you know, scoreboard aside. I still thought that the Lightning were getting off good chances. And really what stuck out to me is that they weren't forcing anything. I really thought that they were kind of just waiting for their counterpunch. And those those counterpunches came. And unfortunately, on certain instances, they weren't able to really weren't able to, to to land them. And but, you know, now you're starting to see as the game goes on, the game starting to slip away from this team. And I feel like the lightning sometimes, uh, like we said, one of their big Achilles heels uh, is really not being able to evolve consistently as the game goes on. You know, they have a game plan. We know what the game plan is, and that is to go out now, at least, you know, in the last couple of weeks, that that is has been the game plan. Go out, play defense, establish a defensive presence, and then take your chances here and there. And that has really worked out for well. It worked out well for them, as we could tell in the last couple of games. Win or lose, I thought, you know, that is a very good game plan. But obviously in this game, Kind of playing with a little bit of a different animal, Connor McDavid, a generational player, a guy who could just, you know, like Nikita Kucherov, as we've talked about so often with him. Think about that, but on another level, all by himself, and that's Connor McDavid, who could just turn a game on a dime in a second, and he he did it tonight. Um, he was getting a lot of good chances. He was really going at the lightning down the middle, really trying to. Really trying to to get them off balance, and and he ended up scoring a power play goal, his eleventh of the year, in the second period at seven twenty into that period, and you know, unfortunately, the Lightning, you you kind of saw the writing on the wall towards the end of this first period, as well as going into the second period, that you know, especially up after up to the Darnell Nurse goal and afterwards, that this team. Liked what they were doing, and that's great. But at the same time, you kind of need to know, uh, especially the guys on the bench, the coaches need to know and and read the flow of the game. Like, listen, we got to get more shots on net. We got we got to control puck because this team's getting too hot, too fast, too early. Uh, they're carrying a ton of momentum, and we saw it because in this second period, Lightning are have been outshot twenty four to seven, and that you know you can live with fifteen to seven, but you can't live and be able to continue to succeed throughout the course of a game, giving up 24 shots in the entire game. And like I said, only midway through the game, because, you know, the third period, I feel like feel like is really the second half of a game, because I feel like third periods in the NHL really take way longer than they should. And, and you know, excuse me, it, it, it really, you know, is a whole nother ball game as you get into the later stages of a game and the lightning really need to do going into this third period is take a deep breath, collect themselves 
And like I said, set up sequences, set up cycling in, in, in the offensive zone. Get a lot of shots on Skinner because Skinner is, listen, Skinner is, you know, regardless of how you feel about him, he's, and maybe I sound a little, little pompous for saying this, but at the end of the day, spat, uh, facts speak facts. He's not elite and he's not a goaltender that the lightning should be able to struggle against throughout the course of a game, especially when you have 88 in your own net, you know, that definitely lets you skate down the ice with a little more, a little more confidence, you know, because if it doesn't go all planned, at least you have that, that wall in the back, you know, granted Vasilevsky needs a little help on his side as well. But I think that at the end of the day, at the end of this game, you and and you know we should really hope to see the Tampa Bay Lightning really go out into the third period with a full head of steam, uh, a ton of confidence, really just trying to get things started on every every sequence and every zone entry, and and really trying to get the the puck deep into the corners because that's where they really are succeeding. Uh, that's really what when we look at this team you know what works for them most is getting into the dirty areas doing all the hockey cliches and and just being able to capitalize on rebounds down low in front of skinner and make him work for it really make him work for it uh so you know hopefully we see that hopefully we're talking about that tomorrow on friday's episode of locked on lightning so uh yeah let me know in the comments below uh how you felt about this game from you know the first period to the second period on because you know it's always interesting and in as well as you know a fun exercise to to pick apart a game as it is evolving even if you don't know the result yet uh so we'll obviously talk about that first thing tomorrow on tomorrow's episode so make sure to tune in for that so in the meantime please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form as well as on our YouTube channel, go ahead and subscribe and hit that notification button. So as soon as the newest episode drops, you will be notified as soon as it drops. So in just a little bit, we'll be talking about Steven Stamkos. Would you play a little fun game of would you rather? Uh, would you rather trade him now, get assets, especially if you know you're not going to be able to work out a deal that is beneficial mutually for both parties? Or would you rather let him stay with the team and then take take the chance of him walking and then you don't get anything in return for him we'll talk about that coming up in just a bit but first i want to talk about our friends and sponsors over at fanduel now as the weather gets colder the nfl offers stay hot on fanduel right now new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet that's 150 bucks if your team wins, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better way to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wider range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. So as always, I like to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts our distributed audio form. We are also available on YouTube. So subscribe to the channel, throw that thumbs up button and throw a comment. Let us know how we're doing as well as let us know how you felt about this game. You know, everything kind of seemed 
okay, all right, and all fine to start the game as the Lightning got off to an exciting 2 nothing lead to start things off to really set the tempo out in a game where I never feel feel good about playing Edmonton. I don't know how about you guys feel. I mean, other than the fact that you have to go against one of the best players in the world in Connor McDavid who could really just do it all and, and really just make your life a living hell. I just, you know, I just don't like playing on the West Coast. I never like playing on the Pacific North Coast. And it doesn't even have anything to do with schedule. It's just, I just feel like this team for them could easily go, things could go so easy, uh, so good or just so bad. And this team, I feel like sometimes, excuse me again for sniffling, I have really bad cold, just so we're all on the same page here. Um, this this team, I feel like, it, it especially for Eastern Conference teams, I think in general, it's just so hard for them to get into a rhythm. And that's why you see, especially in the Stanley Cup final, teams, Eastern Conference teams, especially like very traditional Eastern Conference teams like like a like a New York Rangers or even a Tampa Bay Lightning, um, you know Boston, those kind of teams. It's so hard for them to kind of go all the way out to west, all the the west, whether it be L.A. and now Seattle or Vancouver, Calgary, and even Edmonton tonight. It's just so hard for these teams to get things going, and and you know it's it, it's just one of those things where you know even though a team played well, I think they need to kind of. It, it takes them a little bit of a while to carry that over into the next game. But yeah, hopefully that the Lightning are able to figure it out for the remainder of the third period tonight. Uh, but in the meantime, we'll talk about how the Lightning could figure things out with Steven Stamkos. We all know the Lightning and the Lightning captain are not, doesn't seem to my, at least the way I see it, not exactly close on any time on a deal. And we have kind of talked talked about to a certain extent about how this might be playing a little bit of an effect or have a little bit of an effect on his play thus far this year. Um, I don't see it that way. I have been seeing listeners on our YouTube page saying that. And... My thing is, I don't think that that is the reason why he's maybe not playing up to what we wish he would be playing. Um, I think it's more so the fact, like I have stated numerous times on this podcast, that he it, it almost seems like he's just so stubborn to somewhat evolve his game to what the NHL is today. This isn't and I'll reiterate this every time we have the Stamkos talk until he's either resigned or until he gets traded away. Um, that really the, the issue is with him is that he just doesn't want to, it almost, and I'm not accusing him of being lazy or anything like that. That's, that's, he's just a product of his generation. And what it is, is that, you know, that him, being a skill player, being finesse, you know, the kind of game you see from Cooch, Braden Point, Brandon Hagel, Connor McDavid, even you could use him as a prime example of that, that generation, which is now. It it he's not that player. He's he's a early to mid two thousands stereotypical scorer 
who sits in a circle and just waits for his feeds. Um, he'll get about five to six, maybe a game. Four or three of those may actually get on net. And that's just the way it is. But the issue is, and, and I look at it from the perspective of the Lightning, especially if I was the Lightning GM, you know, am I, because I've I've seen a couple other things uh, in terms of what the monetary issues or at least the potential monetary figures could be for a, a contract extension. Uh, I, I've heard six for four. I've I've seen somewhere. I forgot what it was. Maybe even the beginning of the season, something that was higher than that, which is like absolutely ridiculous. The Lightning don't have that kind of money for anything even close to give a guy like that. And especially at this point in his career, I I think and, and one listener brought this up too, which I'm I'm sorry, you know who you are as soon as I say this, but they basically said I think it was like six for three or something like that. And if he takes anything higher, uh it'll just show that he's greedy. And you're absolutely right. I forgot who whoever it was, you know, pat yourself on the back. So I, I fully agree with you on that. I, I think that there needs to be a very frank conversation with him, whether it be at some point during the year, especially if it doesn't seem like he's kind of getting to some sort of higher level of playing, because let me just break it down for you right now. He's played 27 games this year. He's got 10 goals, 26 points, and that's great. That's grand. That's phenomenal, but he's, he's turning 34 in February. And I look at it this way, and, and you know, I know we're all very split on what should happen with 91. I'm sure I and, and I'm torn on it, too, because I, I want him to stay around. He's by far the most important player in franchise history, so he deserves to finish his career here. When he hangs it up, he's going to get a statue outside. And but the issue is, is that a. Does he really care about that? Does he or is he just sticking around for a payday? Is he just looking for money? And I get it. Like, you know, this is really his possible last chance at some big time money before we start to see some lower deals. Um, but at the same time, I don't really see him being able to stay at this NHL level to where teams would be potentially interested in him being a major part of their plans to where and and I know that Stamkos is the kind of guy that thinks about that stuff do I want to stick around way too long or do I just want to stick around for a payday and make some money in and I know he thinks about that and, and I know um he wouldn't want anything to mess with his legacy and I I think that with that frank conversation that I just mentioned that needs to happen whether it be Coop whether it be JMBB, uh, whether it be both those guys, plus maybe some conversation with his friends. I don't know. I don't know how many people are going to get involved. Maybe Vinick is even obviously going to be going to be involved. Someone needs to say it, whether it be his agent as well. Someone needs to say, listen, we value you. We value you as a player and a leader. But at the same time, there is we are in the middle of a passing of the torch 
and you wear the C on this team. You will for as long as you are here. But at the same time, if you want to stay here and you want us as a franchise to be successful, you're going to need to take less money. If you want more money, excuse me, you need to play better. You can't just be a guy that sits there. You know, he does cycle around the ice here and here on the offensive side of things. He, I think he's looked pretty sharp for the most part defensively, all things considered this year. But then at the same time, you know, as much as I want to say he could change and be different offensively, you know, we kind of see him get back to his old ways, which, yeah, worked tonight. 200th career power play goal, which is phenomenal. Um, But at the end of the day, that's not what the Lightning need. I mean, they do need power play goals, but they don't need someone to sit there and just wait for passes, wait for passes, wait for passes. No, that, that you need something different than that, especially in today's NHL. So it's a difficult conversation. I would prefer that the Bolts get a deal. If, if they know for sure, and I think this is a conversation that needs to be had, whether it be after Christmas or after the new year, you know, you need to have a conversation with him and say, listen, what do you want? And be honest, don't, don't beat around the bush because you're not going to get X, Y, and Z contract wise. So either this is what we're offering you or we're going to have to start maybe shopping you around and send you somewhere where you're, you're, possibly going to be compensated in a way where you feel like you could be rightfully compensated. And at the same time, we're looking out for ourselves. That's the way the conversation goes. Unfortunately, it's at the end of the day, even though it's sports, it's still business and lightning need to think about themselves long-term. So let me know in the comments below what you think about that. I mean, it's a tough decision. There's no really no easy answer. Uh, I don't expect him to, to ask uh, to sell for less money. And I don't expect the Lightning to give in to maybe a higher number than what they would have liked. So we'll we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, I think that's the smartest thing for the Lightning is maybe if if it ain't going to work out monetary, you're going to have to look somewhere else and deal him at the deadline for maybe some picks or some prospects. So we'll have to sit tight for that. And we're going to have to sit tight for a little bit more because... Uh, the Lightning are heading into the third period. 16.47 left in the third. Uh, we, can have, we have to sit tight and wait, hopefully, that they pick up a win uh, and, and score two more uh, in this third period. Uh, and to wrap things up, coming up in a little bit, we'll be talking about the standings. You know, it's, it's, that, it's finally that time of year where we could finally say, listen, it's, we've, we've played enough games. The, 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 uh, the standings mean something, and we're going to take a look at it and pick it apart. But in just a little bit, but first, I want to talk about our last sponsor of the day and our friends over at Athletic Greens. Now, the holiday season is here. You want to stay healthy or you want to get healthy. And, you know, we may not always be able to hit the gym, okay? And just like me, I'm not able to hit the gym all the time, but at least I could do something at home to stay healthy and control at least what is going into my body. And the best way I do that is with a little help from our friends at Athletic Greens. Now, Athletic Greens 
is the daily foundational supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. I do it because, you know, unfortunately, I can't always get to the gym and that may not be in my control, but being able to control what goes into my body is within my control. I drink it in the afternoon and sometimes even before working out and it makes me feel unstoppable, ready to take on the day, ready to go, feel like I'm doing something good for my body. So, and you can too, because if it it, it is a con- comprehensive solution is what you need from supplement routine, then AG1 and is what you need. So go ahead and try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. With your first purchase, go to drinkag1 slash NHL network. That's drinkag1 slash NHL network. Check it out. So wrapping things up on the show, I want to thank everybody, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We're also available on YouTube. So go ahead and tune into that if you prefer to watch. Uh, well, I always like to, you know, I, I prefer you guys do that as well, just because I want to hear the comments. I, I want to have some back and forth with all of you, not just some of you even though I love hearing from the that some of you. So it's that time of year. You know, I always, my thought when I look at the standings is, is that let me wait until maybe after Thanksgiving or maybe even if, especially with this Lightning team, Christmas, Thanksgiving, that's usually what you're going to get from this team. And I think now is the good time because, you know, I think we've played enough games. Lightning have played 30, now going on 31 uh tonight after the conclusion of night's tonight's game and they are currently fifth in the atlantic division with 31 points uh three behind the detroit red wings and five behind the florida panthers and i look at it this way it's not ideal it really isn't but at the same time it could be worse (laughs) it could be a lot worse uh with a lot of things going hand in hand with Obviously, the big one is Vasilevsky not being in the lineup until after Thanksgiving. But I think really, obviously, the most glaring thing from this Lightning team, as well as, you know, other things that, you know, I feel like they've gotten a little bit better with, uh, has been their defense to start the season. They didn't really do a whole lot to help out Johansson. Uh, Having said that, you know, he's not Andre Vasilevsky. So, you know, take that as you will. But I was hoping at least at this point in time as we reached the end of the NHL season, uh, excuse me, the the end of 2023, is that we would at least be talking about there the possible of, of having at least one wild card spot. And I and I know if you look at the wild card spots uh, right now and I'll list them off, it's Detroit and Carolina right now that have the two the top two and then followed by the Capitals. Jersey, and then you got Tampa. It's it. They're all separated by one or two points, two or three points. So you know it's by the end of the week. By by the end of next week, we could be sitting here talking about how the Lightning are in a great spot. Uh, but it, it's one of those things where I wish they would have given themselves a little bit, little little bit of a of a cushion. I mean, you look at some of the teams that they have played. Uh, Detroit, Carolina, Washington's coming up next week. 
the Jersey Devils are coming up a little bit later. These are all teams, especially the ones behind them, Pittsburgh. These are teams, at least in some of the matchups that they've already faced, those were, as I always think, and I always will, until these teams really take larger leaps, is that these are teams that the games that the Lightning have played against them thus far, they should have won, and they haven't. And that all goes back to the point that the Lightning need to pick up as many points as they can early on to start the season, and they haven't really done a consistent job of doing that. I, I As I always look at the schedule, and if you've been a listener of this show for quite some time, you know that. I always feel like there are games that could go 50-50 and there are games that the Lightning should win uh, irregardless of the situations that they may have unless it's just a massive string of of big hits in the injury list with this team. But that really hasn't been the case. I know you have Vazzy out for the first couple of months. Hedman's been missing a couple of games here and there, especially now the Lightning have gone their second straight game without him after he missed, after he suffered an upper body injury. Connor Sherry's been out for a little bit, but, you know, no offense to him. That's not exactly the kind of injury that's going to set you back uh, too far. But that's why I place such a big emphasis on this, because, yes, it could always be worse. The Lightning could be completely 10, 15 points out of the wild card spot. But at the same time, that's why I always stress that there are games that they should win. And that's why it's all that worse when they don't win those games. And now we find ourselves in a situation like this. Is it still possible for them to get back into the top two? Absolutely. Uh, As for attaining a possible top three in the division, that's going to take a little bit more elbow grease. I I just think that Boston, Toronto, and and Florida are just they're, they're right now, as of right now, unless the Lightning make an absolute blockbuster move like I kind of spoke about before with Stamkos I don't know what really you're gonna bring them back that's gonna make you exponentially better but who knows in this NHL I I don't see a potential move unless it comes from within a player being brought on or stepping up that's gonna push this team to that next level to where they could compete on a nightly basis or at least in the standings with a Florida Panthers with the Toronto Maple Leafs, with the Boston Bruins. I still think that the 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 window is still open to where Tampa, as long as they keep it within three in the points column with Detroit, anything could happen. Uh, but now we're in a situation where now not only are you worried about teams in your own division, but now you're worried about teams in the Metro, and we all know how good the Metropolitan Division is. So this is going to start ramping up very soon in terms of really – you know, we'll we'll be checking in a lot more with the standings watch because you know, as much as I don't like to do it, it the Lightning find themselves in a little bit of a different situation now. Where not only, like I said, we're not worrying about just the Atlantic Division now. Now we're worrying about the Metropolitan Division, and that's where it could get a little bit messy. So let me know in the comments below what you think. Uh, is a wild card spot really all the Lightning could attain at this point, uh, especially as the season progresses and things continue? to heat up in the nhl so let me know in the comments below and as always please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form and as always you can subscribe to the channel on youtube and we'll be back tomorrow to talk more about this game hopefully we're talking about a lightning win and all the stories from that game as well so in the meantime that's been it for this episode of locked on lightning part of locked on podcast network i'm your host adam danker i'll talk to you in the next one